0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Life. What is the purpose of life? What gives it meaning? These are some of the greatest questions that humans have wrestled with throughout history. In today's message, we find clear answers to those questions in the greatest book in all of history, the Bible. The Bible. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: Colossians 3 says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Did you ever wish you had a hiding place? Christ is that hiding place. It's glorious life. Colossians 3 goes on to say, Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. When? When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. It's promised life. 2 Timothy 1, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. It's hopeful life. The Bible says that being justified by his grace, Titus chapter 3, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. James 1 says it's rewarding life. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. God gives us the opportunity to spend our lives on something that will outlast it. It's partnering life. The Bible says as being heirs together of the grace of life. That is, it enhances our marriage. I'm an heir together, she's an heir together with me of the grace of life. It's not just about building a life down here, it's about the one to come as well. It's incarnate life. The Bible says in 1 John 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. And maybe as important or more important than all of this is it's a present possession. The Bible says, he that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And then there's the pursuit of life. People pursue life, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But Christ tells us, I am the light of the world, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Bible tells us that those that are lost walk in darkness. Before we were saved, we walked in darkness. That alone, the fact that God took us out of the darkness and put us into the light, should be enough to make us eternally grateful. Paul says in Ephesians 5, For ye were sometimes darkness... But now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light. The Bible says in Colossians 1, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us, past tense, into the kingdom of his dear Son. People looking for the meaning of life in their pursuit of life. and I'm here to tell you this morning, if you don't find life in Jesus Christ, you're destined to end that pursuit in futility. Men have sought it in money. They've sought it in relationships. They've sought it in pursuit. They've sought it in education. They've sought it in achievement. And outside of Jesus Christ, it's unattainable. We studied Ecclesiastes some time ago, and we saw all of the major philosophies of man, even the modern ones, embodied in that particular book, The prevailing philosophy these days, whether most people realize it or not, is the meaninglessness of existentialism. We don't know where we've been. We don't know where we're going. Therefore, we don't know where we're at. Therefore, we should just enjoy the moment in the 60s and the 70s, the expression, the happening, the now, do it now. If it feels good, do it. It links closely with Epicureanism, the idea that we don't know where we've been, we don't know where we're going, all we've got is the moment, live life to its fullest, get all you can, can all you get. And what did it lead to? A spike in the rate of suicides. A spike in the rate of suicides. In January 1977, actor and comedian Freddie Prinz took his own life in an L.A. hotel room. He was 22. Prince had attained outstanding success in show business, most notably as the star of the sitcom Chico and the Man. He had just performed at the presidential inaugural gala in Washington, D.C. However, something was terribly wrong in the life of this comedian. A close friend, comedian Dave Brenner, told Time magazine there was no transition in Freddie's life. It was an explosion. It's tough to walk off a subway at age 19 and then step out of a Rolls Royce the next day. Producer James Colmack, also a close friend and confidant, said, Freddie saw nothing around that would satisfy him. He would ask me, is this all there is? Is this what it's all about? His real despondency, whether he could articulate it or not, concerned the question, where do I fit in? Where is my happiness? I would tell him, Freddie, your happiness is right here. You're a star. And he'd say, no, that's no happiness for me anymore. Time concluded its story with this sentence. For one of the most singular escape stories in ghetto history, escape was not enough. Escape was not enough. What does God say about life without Christ? He calls it shadowed. Matthew chapter 4, the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, is life sprung up. In Matthew chapter 6, he calls, it, he calls it dark. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. He calls it worthless and unhappy. Matthew 25 says, Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He calls it subverted. Luke chapter 22, he says, But this is your hour and the power of darkness. In John chapter 1, it's described as ignorant. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In John chapter 3, it's called Evil. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. In John 12, he calls it unsure. Then Jesus said unto them, yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. It's called in the book of Romans chapter 13, a slave's life. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. 1 Corinthians 4 calls it exposed. The Bible says, therefore, judge, nothing before the time will bring to light the hidden things of darkness. It's called isolated, 2 Corinthians 6. The Bible says, and what communion hath light with darkness? It's unfruitful. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 5, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. It's called controlled. It's called controlled. People often reject the Bible and the things of God because they want to do what they want to do, only to find themselves controlled by the rulers of the darkness of this world, by spiritual wickedness in high places. It's an imprisoned life who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. It's a gloomy life. Hebrews chapter 12 talks about blackness and darkness and a tempest. It's a bound life. The Bible says that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness. It's adversarial. It involves the devil. In 1 John chapter 1, it's dishonest. The Bible says if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Most people are leading a dishonest religious life full of hypocrisy it's hopeless without christ first john chapter 2 says because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth we were in darkness before we got saved it's blind first john chapter 2 says and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness hath blinded his eyes jude tells us in verse 13 raging waves of the sea foaming out their own shame wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever that's what life without Christ is like Do you know when you when you read the first three chapters of the Word of God and you see God in creation God doesn't waste any time separating the light from the darkness. But we live in a generation of Americans that doesn't believe in light and darkness, but sort of a a gray mist, a sort of a twilight, shall we say. And Christians are drifting into it. I'm seeing the 60s all over again. I'm seeing the generation gap. I'm seeing the philosophy question everything. You read the book of Genesis, and that's exactly how the devil approached Eve.
0: We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message by Pastor DeMichael on the subject of life. The meaning of life is a deep subject, and our loving Creator has addressed it perfectly in His Word. The Bible tells us that man was created to have fellowship with God. Even though that fellowship was broken through our sin, God still offers new and abundant life through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15am for Sunday School, at 10.30am for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45pm for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7pm for more Bible preaching and teaching.